All right, we're back at it again. Welcome y'all once again to the VDOT and Friends podcast. I'm DJ VDOT, a.k.a. your auntie's favorite DJ, a.k.a. your granny's favorite referral coordinator, a.k.a. the late night plumber. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at VDOT underscore the underscore DJ, Snapchat DJ VDOT 757. Uh, let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Um... This was supposed to be episode six. Uh, last week's episode was a prediction to uh, the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view that just passed over. I actually had two ideas for last week. I was going to do a watch-along episode with my homeboy, Lottel. Shout out to him for coming to the crib. Um, we had watched episode, I want to say it's 422 of SmackDown, uh, the Teddy Long Wedding episode. If you haven't got a chance to watch that, go fire up your WWE network. Or you can probably find it on YouTube. I want to say the date was September 21st, 2007. Uh, that is the greatest bit of episodic television ever created. I do suggest you go watch that. But anyway, so we were sitting there. We watched watched it. Uh, I didn't publish that one because I was going to uh, throw the Hell in a Cell predictions on afterwards. And I learned the hard way. Well, let me go back to episode four. Uh, Episode four was the all-in review, and um, I started off the podcast with a freestyle from uh, Josiah Williams. Find him on Twitter at Williams, I believe. But um, he's been coming out with these rustling flow freestyles, so I decided to go ahead and put the Undisputed Era at the opening. That went through. People got to listen to it. I didn't think anything of it, so... This week came on, and I started my opening, and uh, I used the uh, Usos down since day one entrance theme. Uh, not the one, not the remix one they use now, where they're uh, singing down since day one ish. You know, it was just the one with just a straight instrumental. So I thought I was in the clear. So I do all my predictions. Um, I had who did I have? I had. Roman Reigns beating uh, Braun Strowman. I had Randy Orton beating Jeff Hardy. I had uh, Charlotte beating Becky. I had uh, The Shield beating Drew and and Dolph Ziggler. I had New Day beating, uh, who were they wrestling? Rusev Day. Uh, But I had at least about an hour and a half of content to, to put out last week. But like I said, uh, intellectual properties are, are a tricky thing. And if you don't have clearances, don't put them on a podcast. Don't put them anywhere that you plan, if, that you plan on not really selling yourself, but promoting yourself. Because that will get shut down. It's happened to me a few times on Facebook Live when I would like mix just to show people, hey, I still DJ. I might not be in the clubs all the time, but hey, I still get down. But those things get cut off. So I've learned in the future that um, either I will use the great background music from Anchor, from the app that I do download uh, or put my podcast on. Make sure you download the app. You can leave voice messages up here, and uh, we can have a Q&A episode here in the near future. But I'll start. I'll, I'll, I will conform. I'll do the right things. Uh, won't get a peep out of me anymore because I do, like I said, like doing this. 
This is kind of my release through my hectic week. I enjoy watching wrestling and I enjoy talking about it. And I also enjoy people responding to what I talk. Uh, with that said, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Stitcher. Uh, there's a couple of more also. I got to get the, I'll have those in the description. But uh, I just wanted to go over that. I do apologize for not thinking about that. Uh, you probably wanted to know who I thought was going to win these matches. And I was almost right, too, because other than this, the Charlotte and Becky, I just didn't think Becky was going to, didn't think WWE was going to pull the trigger on that one, but I'm happy they did. She deserves it. She's been out the game, at the title pitcher shoot for two years. So definitely feels good to have uh, the last kicker kicking lasses on SmackDown every Tuesday night. Uh, but when I come back from uh, this little segment, that's another thing also. I learned not to just go straight through because I could have had something for you last week if I had maybe paused or or did something where there wasn't any music involved. And the crazy part about it, the music was only maybe two minutes into an hour and 30 minutes. Um, but I think the watch along, they because I kind of wanted to hear it. But I'm, like I said, this still is a, a learning process for me. Um, I, I did this on a whim. I enjoy listening to podcasts. Uh, podcasts like Wrestle Rap, like Cheap Heat, uh, like the, the Conrad Thompson, what is it, three or four of those. I try to catch all those throughout the week. Uh, Black Announce Table, Jobber Tears, uh, the A Show. I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I just noticed that none of them are from my side of town. So I figured, hey, us Virginians need something to talk about too. Um, but I will come back here and then um, we'll take a deep dive into Hell in a Cell pay per view, which I thought overall was a good pay per view. Wasn't digging the main event, but other than that, it was a good pay per view. We'll talk about the week of WWE. Uh, Maybe some some news going on. Uh, if you didn't know, Rey Mysterio signed a two-year deal to come back to the E. Uh, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix uh, decided to uh, go elsewhere, which is shocking for me, but to each his own. Yeah, but like I said, I will definitely come back and we'll get deep down, dive, dive, dirty, and all that that cool stuff into this uh, this week of WWE. All right, so we're back. Like I was saying earlier, uh, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix, the Lucha Bros, they uh, decided to try to find uh, other places to go other than WWE. Um, I just found out yesterday that even if they wanted to go to WWE at the end of this year, they wouldn't be able to be on TV until 2020 uh, because that's how long their contracts last with Lucha Underground. And... Lucha Underground hat. I don't know how these wrestlers do it. I mean, I, I understand you want to be on TV, but y'all are getting locked into these contracts where you can't make any money anywhere else. Well, not saying anywhere else. You can always do the indie spots. You can do what I think they can do Impact now because Conan has a relationship and a, an agreement with them. But other than that, you're kind of locked in the box, regardless if you're wrestling or not. 
Don't know how that helps you out uh, in the ring, but uh, teach his own. So, but actually, after really thinking about it, I don't even think the Lucha Brothers style would even work in the WWE. Now, Triple H might have his eyes on them. It might be looking for them. But don't think they're their style because Pentagon, let's, let's be real. You know, he's a package power driver, Canadian destroyer type dude. That those moves are kind of banned in the WWE. So uh, I don't know if he's ready to change his whole style up. Um, word is he's trying to get cool with uh, CMLL. So that can eventually get, eventually get him to New Japan, which I think he would be great for their uh, their junior heavyweight division. Um, some other news: WWE has announced that uh, they're going back to Saudi Arabia for a WWE Crown Jewel. Uh, one of the rumors matches already is uh, the Brothers of Destruction, Kane and the Undertaker, versus the Generation X, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. That's right. Word on the street, Shawn Michaels is coming out of retirement for one match. Is it because the money's right? Or what Shawn would say, the story's right. The story. Okay, we could have had Shawn Michaels versus Daniel Bryan. We could have had Shawn Michaels versus AJ Styles. And we're going to possibly get Shawn Michaels in a tag match versus The Undertaker and Kane. I'm not feeling that. Not feeling that one bit. But uh, at least we get to see the heartbreak kid, hopefully. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, talk about Hell in a Cell. It was a good match. I was skeptical because this has been the first pay-per-view in a long time that had less than 10 matches on it. I believe it it was uh, seven on the main card and then the pre-show with the New Day defeating Rusev Day. Now, that match was pretty good. I predicted that the New Day was going to win this one due to the fact that, one, they had just got the titles back. Two, they had already announced at the Super Showdown in Australia that they were facing the bar for the title. And three, I didn't see Rusev Day getting any championships. Uh, like I said, it was a good match, though. I enjoyed, enjoyed it. Great way to hype up the, the crowd for the pre-show. Uh, then we started off the main show with the Hell in a Cell match uh, between Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. Uh, really dug the spot with the screwdriver sticking that through the ear. I, I kind of, my stomach got a little queasy. I'm not even going to front to you. My stomach got a little queasy when I saw that screwdriver going to Jeff Hardy's ear once again. Eek. Uh, I predicted Randy Orton would win this just because Jeff's been screaming this for the past six months. There's one more match he needs to do before he can hang it up, and that was Hell in a Cell. Um, that spot, though, where he's dang- hanging himself off of the top of the, the cage and then just lets go. Yo, more power to you, my man. More power to you. Uh, thank you for, for everything you've done in your wrestling career to, to keep people like me entertained. But uh, definitely was a, another good match. So... The first two matches made uh, Hell in a Cell seem pretty strong. Uh, we went to next The Shield versus Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, another great match. Uh, tag team wrestling is, is slowly making its way back to being one of them things that we need. Uh, I like how 
Dean and, and Seth, they never seem to put on a bad tag team match when they're together. Uh, I like how Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler has gelled together to be this, this dominating tag team. Uh, the only thing I kind of don't like about with these teams in the position that they are, uh, there's four or five tag teams that aren't getting anything. I think we need to get some more challengers in the mix, make this, this title more prestige, prestigious than it already is. And I feel more title defenses against different competitors would help that. But we'll see how they go. Uh, this definitely was a good match, though. Uh, now, the shock of the night for me was Becky Lynch uh, finally getting that win, getting back to the top, beating Charlotte Flair. And I like how the match ended with the the quick roll up and the, the stand up in between them in the middle of the ring, where uh, Charlotte went to put her hand out to try to end the beef, and Becky said, "Nah, nah, not today. You're gonna enjoy this of me being champion." And it's funny how Charlotte plays the role like we haven't been watching WWE in the past three or four years, where. She was the first one to turn on Becky, I believe, when it was uh, Team PCB or the uh, Submission Sorority, where they had to change real quick. Don't Google that. Whatever you do, don't Google that. I don't think. Well, don't Google it at work. That's what we're going to say. Don't Google it at work. But uh, yeah, Charlotte was the, the bad guy in this. So I want to see how that, how that goes down the line. I think it's going to, I think this feud is probably going to last Till about December, maybe to that TLC pay-per-view at the end of the year. But I could see that going uh, for a while. I don't know if we're going to see the back and forth like we saw Charlotte and Becky changing, or not Charlotte and Becky, Charlotte and Sasha uh, when they had their little title riff in 2016. But I'm excited to see where that goes. Uh, trying to think, what was the next match? We'll talk about the Hell in the Cell with uh, Roman versus Braun. Uh, Matt picked Roman to win. Uh, it was a no contest due to the Beast Incarnate. Brock Lesnar coming out. Looking already kind of jacked. Getting ready for this UFC. But he, uh, he came. Conquered and left. Uh, I really didn't get the main event. I don't know why Dolphin... And Seth are on top of the cage taking bumps. Whether they had to do with the match, uh, Mick Foley did a good job as a referee, but it just felt like it was a fluster cluck. Think we could have got a little bit more out of that. Um, but the pay per view was pretty good. I'm trying to think. Did I forget a match? I feel like I'm forgetting something. Yes, I am. I'm forgetting. The face that runs the place, AJ Styles. The house that smacked that, the house that AJ Styles built. I had a intruder of Samoa Joe, which is another excellent, excellent match into their their story that's been going on for nearly 10, 15 years. I like how AJ tapped but still got the pin so that can extend the feud. I think uh, Joe is is due. Joe, I think Joe needs to go ahead and win this title here at the Super Showdown. I believe uh, it's time. 
And if what I think they're doing is uh, trying to set up the Miz or Daniel Bryan to end up with the championship and the other win the Royal Rumble, so we'll have that match at WrestleMania. Oh, I didn't talk about the mixed tag match. Sorry. Now, with that mixed tag match, I feel like Brie Bella is actually losing her identity as a performer. I understand why they did it. They wanted to extend the feud out, and that's cool. But Brie is, is kind of turning into Daniel Bryan's reflection. And I'll explain that now. It's cool. They can have matching gear, uh, matching Seattle Seahawks gear. But she does the yes kick. The only, thing, the only difference, she doesn't do the run and drop kick into the corner. She does suicide dives. She does the yes kick. She does the yes lock. It's pretty much a carbon copy, and I think that's going to ultimately hurt Brie unless that's what Brie wants to do. And There's still nothing wrong with that. But And even when she's on Monday night, she, gets, she comes dressed like her sister. And then on Tuesday, Tuesday night, she comes dressed like her husband. What, 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 is, what, is, what, are, what are we doing here? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Um, that match was good. Um, I'm surprised Maurice got the win. Um, I've been hearing feedback that they thought Mar- Maurice shouldn't have been in the ring that quick. I think Maurice did exactly what she was supposed to do. Uh, even in her heyday, she was that type of heel, that, that heel that you would hate to see win, but would always find a way to win, even if it meant cheating. She did what she was supposed to do. You're pissed off that she won. Kudos to Maurice. Uh, but I am excited how this is going to pan out for The Miz versus Daniel Bryan here at the Super Showdown, where the winner will get a title shot, like I said, between uh, whoever. So whoever wins the AJ and Joe, they will be seeing Daniel Bryan or Miz in the upcoming weeks. Well, so, yeah, we got all the shows out. Uh, was a good show all the way up into the main event. Would I change anything? No, because it just felt like Hell in a Cell to me was just done because it had to be done. It wasn't, it wasn't any feelings. It wasn't any... The best two storylines came from SmackDown, and that was the AJ and Joe and the Charlotte and Becky. But other than that, pretty much everything was just thrown together because they knew they were going to Australia in two weeks, and then they're having an evolution at the end of the month in October. So we got what we got. We got a match. It was better than a live event, though. It's better than doing a, a house show like the Greatest Royal Rumble or something, but still felt they could have did a little bit more. Now, after this break, uh, I'll go over the week that was WWE, close this out, and then uh, we'll move forward from that. All right, so look, real fast, we'll go over the week. Let's start with Raw. Now, Raw... I know Raw had a lot of competition Monday with the Emmys and with Monday Night Football. But that's still no excuse for that eh, show that we saw. I mean, the show did have some good moments. You know, I am a uh, Leo 5, Man of the Hour, 23-year-old piece of gold mark for Leo Rush. Um, I really, I'm really digging the whole big guy, little guy thing they're doing with uh, him and Bobby Lashley. Uh, I'm glad the raw the raw universe got to see what Leo could do. Uh, 
in my opinion, I think this is probably going to set up maybe what we've all been waiting for, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. we got two strong people on the mic to hype the matchup. And then we got these two bohemoths over here. I don't think Brock want to really wrestle Bobby Lashley until he get cut up a little bit more. So I think we might see that Survivor Series. I, I'm going to go ahead and put that in out there now. I know I'm, my prediction game is uh, kind of whack because I did predict Kevin Owens maybe showing up at All In, but I was wrong. But I really think this one has, a, has more legs on it that we'll see Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley on a one-on-one match with Leo Rush and Paul Heyman flagging their, their guys. Uh, I like how Ronda came out for the, her open challenge and the Ruby, uh, Ruby Riot and the Riot Squad came out. I was looking forward to it because I thought we was about to get something good because uh, Ruby Riot's underrated. She's an underrated performer. Um, I think her time to shine is going to be here real soon. Uh, I like how they set that up, though, for the Super Show because it's going to be the Riot Squad versus Ronda and the Bellas. And I think Nikki's going to end up turning on Ronda. Uh, so it can set up this evolution match. It's also been rumored. Uh, I dug the Dean Ambrose versus Drew McIntyre match. Uh, oh, it was also announced that uh, Roman Reigns will defend his Universal Championship versus Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar, also in Saudi Arabia. But Raw could have Raw could have been a little bit better. The main event. I heard the ratings dropped tremendously because I guess nobody really wants to see Baron Corbin. Or Roman Reigns together. Um, the match was okay. It was a. It was another one of those fluster clucks that we were talking about, but it, overall it was a decent match. Moving to SmackDown, we had the coronation for Becky Lynch to close the show, which was cool. I like how women are getting more opportunities to to be the last thing you see on on TV. Um, AJ versus Andrade Cien Almas was another fire match. I enjoyed that. Kofi versus Cesaro. Uh, I was surprised that Aiden finally turned on Rusev. But that was a good match also. Man, Shinsuke is is out there. uh, The president of Nakamura. Just waiting his turn. People say he's not he's he's not getting pushed. I don't understand a champion not being pushed. So we won't say that. Uh, but SmackDown, like like always, is most of the time is a better show than Raw. Uh, NXT had the match of the year candidate uh, Ricochet versus Pete Dunn. I had to check on Marvel Nalo on Twitter to make sure he was all right. See if he, he might have needed an EKG because man, that was up and down, up and down. The crowd. The crowd reaction was great. It made a better viewing experience for somebody like me sitting home watching it on TV. Uh, we got a great match on 205 Live between Cedric Alexander and Drew Gulak. If you're not watching 205 Live, you're definitely losing in life, man, because uh, they're trying something and they're doing some good things in ring-wise that is really enjoyable. Uh, the May Young Classic, we saw the return of Caitlyn. She looked pretty good. Who else did we have up there? I'm trying to think. It's, I'm going off the top of the head with this one here. But uh, excited to see which way the, the Mae Young Classic is actually going to go. Definitely had a... Oh, yes. Tony Storm versus Jenny. Now, that Jenny girl, yo. She might not look like she got the skills in the ring, but she definitely has the skills in the ring 
And I'm glad uh, the NXT UK locked both of those ladies down because they'll make that division pop. Oh, we had the mixed match challenge the first week of those. Now, I don't expect much out of these matches. It seems like they're going to be pretty much all comedy, which is good. There's a good niche for comedy wrestling. It's good that they're actually putting that on Facebook to, uh, to get more eyes. But uh, definitely has some funny moments in that. It was uh, the phenomenal Flair team of AJ Styles and Charlotte Flair versus Day One Glow. Uh, the Fatus, you know, Jimmy Uso and Naomi. There's a, a funny moment in there, uh, Charlotte twerking. And the face she gave once she finished was like, uh, I know, this is all I got. This is all I got. The mechanics were there. I'm not even going to front. She had the mechanics. She just didn't have the proper tools to, uh, <laughs> to make that go off the way that, that uh, she wanted it to. But they look like they're having fun doing that. Um, I, I will enjoy it. Maybe I'll cop a shirt or something from the, mi the Mixed Match Challenge edition. I really uh, don't know who's going to win that one. But it's different this year than it was last year. Last year it was single elimination. Now they're doing uh, double elimination because I guess they want to keep it going until uh, one of the events at the end of the year to find out the winner. Felt the presentation's a lot better this year than it was last year. I hope the WWE Universe actually gives it a chance. But uh, yeah, the week, the week that was WWE was, was pretty good. Uh, New Japan, they did have a destruction over the weekend. Uh, Kenny Omega did go against Tomohiro Ishii. And I don't know, Kenny Omega's my guy, man. He, he is the number one wrestler in the world right now. He, he does put on great matches. But I feel after the Cody match in San Francisco, his first title defense, he's been kind of mailing it in. Other than a few G1 matches, the one with Ishii, the one with Tetsuya Naito, they were great. But for the most part, Kenny's kind of uh, taking it easy. Which makes me think he's uh, he's trying to save his body for maybe a 309-day work year here in uh, Sanford, Connecticut. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, I really wish that it wasn't going to be Tanahashi versus Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. But you have to go with your ace when, when you lose talent. Um... We haven't heard much from Chris Jericho either. When will he de defend that uh, IWGP Intercontinental Championship? Will he make an appearance here uh, at the end of the month? I believe we have another Long Beach show with New Japan. Uh, Cody Rhodes is wrestling Juice Robinson for the IWGP United States Championship. Don't know. Oh, no. Osprey is uh, wrestling Marty Skrull. For the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tournament due to uh, Hiromu Tanahashi taking that nasty, nasty bump on his neck. But uh, wrestling was definitely, uh, definitely was pretty good this week. Uh, I'm excited to see what we're going to get into the weeks to come leading up to the Super Showdown. Uh, see what's leading up to... New Japan, Ring of Honor got a uh, death before this honor coming up here also this 
in the next couple of weeks. See where Cody's going to end up with this NWA title. He's saying that he can uh, defend it anywhere. So who knows if he holds it for the next year. Who knows if the NWA title will be defended on WWE TV. There's endless possibilities of that. But we're going to go ahead and get out of here this week. I think next week, uh, I'm going to try that watch-along thing again. Learn my lesson. I think I will just not have the background music playing. I think we'll just discuss it and have y'all watch along with us so you can interpret it the way that you want to. Uh, I'm going to do a prediction show for the Super Showdown. Possibly one for Evolution. And then I'm going to move to a different direction. I'm going to just start reviewing different shows. Old shows, maybe new shows, independent promotion shows, old WWE shows, old TNA shows. Maybe go over some bigger topics that seem to hit the wrestling news. I kind of don't want to be like everybody else. You know, uh, there's plenty of wrestling podcasts that do the whole week in review, what they'll do better. I mean, it's a good way to start, but I just don't want to fall into the into the mix of all those other podcasts. Um, I'm still looking for that logo. I should have a few ideas coming in this weekend, but um, still would like for if you have some artistic paralysis. No, not paralysis. <laughs> if you if you're a good artsy type of dude or or girl, and got time in your busy life to maybe etch out or sketch out a couple of logos, a couple of designs for me, always send them to uh, Twitter or Instagram at v.v underscore DJ or send them on Snapchat at djv.757. Uh, download this Anchor app if you would like to leave voice messages, if you'd like to be part of a show, because I did say that at the beginning. I still do want to do a Q&A because I want to feel other fans' perspectives. Like, I have my, my way of viewing wrestling, but I know my way is not the same as everybody else's or even the next man or next person. So let me know what you, what you got going on. Uh, any random thought wrestling-wise, leave me that, that good message. You can leave it on Anchor or, or on the social media. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Stitcher, CastBox, which was new, uh, RadioCast, and I believe that is it. So uh, take it easy this weekend. I'm going to take it easy this weekend. I don't have anything going on. I got a party next weekend, a DJ that was rescheduled from where we thought we was going to get this hurricane. Oh, yes, and thoughts thoughts goes out to everybody in North Carolina. Um I don't know if you follow Matt Hardy's wife on Snapchat, but she showed the Hardy compound. It definitely took a hit. They had a lot of flooding in there in Starcade, the arcade room, in their weight room. Uh, so if it hit them, imagine all the other spots. I know I was when I was in the Marine Corps, I was stationed in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Uh, that's pretty much right where the hurricane hit. So all those surrounding areas are pretty much country, and it's hard to really get around there on dry land, much less hurricane force winds and rains but let's think about them 
And I'll catch up with y'all next week, man. Take it easy.